All right. Good morning. This is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. Joe is uh, on a uh, well-earned vacation with his family, so the next couple of days I'll be holding the reins of the show and trying to put on some good content. I might have be joined with um, my uh, co-host Brian from Faking the Truth, the Colorado Patriot Show. Uh, and I got I got a few things lined up. I got some some cool ideas, and of course the, the half-empty cup of Joe, the show that comes on after this. For you Arizona guys, you can always go to thirteen sixty. KHNC.com and click over there to, to, to continue listening. I think I've got a few cool things planned to talk about uh, on this show. I, I want to, you know, I think this show and tomorrow's show, I'm going I'm to do a little bit of, of, you know, what's really going on. You know, we live in the world of the coronavirus, and and it's it's the new emergency. You know, throughout history, there's there's wars. Uh, that's typically the emergency. You know, there's uh, there's there's Market crashes that are blamed on this guy or that guy. There's, you know, all all these things. And right now, coronavirus is, is the uh, the emergency, and people are confused. And confusion is the name of the game when it comes to those that are in power. So we'll be talking a little central banks. I'm going to talk. Uh, we did a uh, Joe and I a show on Monday, which uh, didn't go to Arizona because you guys uh, had the uh, the day off. Uh, they were doing replays at KXXT in, in Arizona. So I'm going to rehash a little bit of what I talked about going into these, the uh, Half Empty Cup of Joe and how we ended uh, the Patriot Trading News Hour on Monday because I think the information I was given is it, it's interesting to, to, when you, you set up a pattern and understand where these, these, these bankers, these corporatists, where the governments that are uh, so-called elected to, to do the uh, job for us, uh, how, how it works. You know, how, Why is it that uh, a section of... of the listeners of this radio station and society understand the game, and it never gets changed. Why is it that there's there's greedy bankers that are robbing and thieving from us, and we never get rid of it? You know, and so I'll be doing uh, between today and tomorrow. I'll be doing a little history, uh, covering some of the things that a lot of the audience members already know. But it's always good to uh, to, to re-verify and go over these things on a regular basis. I always take Joe's vacations as a as a chance to. Uh, to, to, to go through the history of central banking, where did it start? Where did it end up? What what is the goals? Why why are we suffering nine eleven attacks on our buildings? And why why do we have these these boom and bust cycles that seem to be manufactured because they, they are manufactured? So uh, the first thing that I'll be going over is uh, the world reserve currency. America has benefited since after World War II of gaining this status. Uh, it was it was already being developed in the thirties. And, uh, and and world reserve uh, status of the currency of the world was established in, in, in after World War II. So we're going to cover that. I don't know if I'll have a special or not. I didn't call uh, the, the ladies over at uh, Arizona. I don't know if we have anything ready for a special or not. I'll be looking at that on the breaks. But uh, it's it's gonna it's always cool to do the uh, morning show. I, I, I like the fact uh, that Joe invited me on uh, in September to start doing the show with him. I, I kind of... View myself as the uh, the Ed McMahon. I, I I don't mind when Joe just uh, you know blows the whole show up, and he's just just raring to go and just screaming into the mic and, and getting you guys to understand uh, why you need to buy gold and silver. So I I, I just I try to add uh, color commentary. You know I I'm uh, the Pat Summerall to the John Madden that is Joe basically. So uh, once in a while uh, Joe has to take a day off, and we could always do a repeat show. Uh, I think a bad Jason show is better than a a repeat show for most listeners. So that's why it's good to have uh, Brian and myself available to do shows uh, when when Joe goes away. Because you never know. I mean, uh, gold 
gold's up a little bit today, silver's up a little bit today, and if we have a good special, we want to we want to get these metals into your pockets. Uh, you call 800-951-0592. That number again is 800-951-0592. You can go to allamericangold.com. There's lots of great content and articles and things to, to increase your knowledge of what's going on. Uh, we have our shop pages, which shows you how much our our normal items, our silver items, our gold items, what the prices are in those. You could always uh, you, you can you can uh, call through the, you can order through the website. You can call and leave a message when we're closed uh, from from non-business hours. You can call the ladies over there, Arlene, Connie, and and Brittany, and you can you can uh, just say hey. I, uh, I would like uh, some ten thousand gold. I'd like some uh, some twenty dollars liberties. You know, you, you can buy at any time. We, we we have specials, but you don't always have to buy in on the special. You don't have to wait. Uh, we are uh, we are a company that that has specializes in pre thirty three gold. And uh, I, I was more of a consumer of all types of gold before I joined up with Patriot Trading Group. I had old gold, but uh, understanding how Patriot works, I've become a huge huge proponent of pre-33 gold it's it really is the way to go we are quite frankly the the best gold and silver outfit in the country for buying uh pre-33 gold and so we uh that's that's what we specialize in but you never know you got got to listen to the shows you never know when we buy an estate or what comes walking in the door and we can have some really cool items like some of the graded gold we sold recently some of the graded morgans things of that nature and and uh that's what we do. So, when we get back from the break, we got about another minute here. I, I'm going to cover uh, a little bit of of a little bit of everything. You know, people that love uh, like Kathy Woods. Uh, she's big stock stock market woman. She loves the stock market and talk about how it's going to boom and go crazy and how suddenly uh, in 2022, late 2021, she's like, uh oh, uh oh, things aren't working too good here. You know, the the inflation. Well, we talk about the inflation constantly since it's been going on all of 2021 and going now we're into 2022 we'll talk a little bit about the inflation but i'm going to attack the stock markets how rigged this thing is why i would i just don't put my money in there uh if there was a, a company that i understood what it was and i visited the company and i met with their you know the, their leadership and you know I'll, I'll invest in a stock but the whole system is so rigged right now that it, it's a system i would not put my money in Everybody stay with us. This is Jason Walker uh, towing the whole ship for the Patriot Trading News Hour. Everybody stay tuned. Welcome back to the Patriot Trading News Hour. I am your lone host today, Jason Walker. Uh, the call and buy precious metals from us. It is 800-951-0592. So we're in the year 2022. Uh, you've heard myself and Joe talk about how uh, economically things uh, are not as peachy and, and fun as, as the mass media will always try to tell you. I mean, even the mass media is telling you things are kind of wrong, but they always make it sound like, uh, it's, it's not a big problem. We have a huge problem. It's a, it's a huge problem what's going on. We're at the end of America's reign as the uh, World Reserve Currency King. Let me, uh, let me go over the list real quick. Uh, you know, and these time frames are not exact. So uh, there have been many countries that have held the reserve currency status. One of the reasons that I think this is given to one country is because when central banking as an industry really got it under its footing in, in the 1600s, they did not want anybody knowing how the theft was working. You know, the central banks are on both sides of every war. In fact, the central banks, for the most part, cause all of the wars. 
and I would say 90-something percent of all wars are caused by the bankers. Uh, you know, the, I had a, a customer uh, years ago come in, and he's like, look, it's, you know, war is really easy. To, uh, war is really easy to understand. And he picked up my desk calendar. He's like, I'm in your office. I desire your desk calendar. I pick it up. I'm walking out the door with it. What are you going to do? And that's a resource that's been taken from me, and I can just let him take it, which most people with this central bank system across the world, they just let him do it. Or you can stand up and, and a war is caused. Hey, you can't take what is not yours. That is mine. And then there could be a fight. Bankers love this sort of thing because they, they figure out what the king of England or the king of France, the king of Spain, the king of Portugal, they, what do they desire most? They figure out these desires, these weaknesses, and then they exploit it. And it's always to gain more power over the money system of these countries. So the world reserve currency, so we'll go back to Portugal. Portugal had an 80-year reign, essentially, of the world reserve currency from 1450 to 1530. That is, that is the range of years that Portugal was the economic king of the world. If you, if you remember your old history classes, you, 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 learned, you learned about Portugal. Now, now in everyday society, in you know, modern day, we are even hear about that country. Portugal, where is that at? That's, that's what most people say. After that, Spain. Spain became the world reserve currency country in about 1530, and this lasted for 110 years. So you had Portugal at 80 years, you had Spain at 110 years. This was 1530 all the way to 1640. Now, in the early 1600s, this is when the Rothschilds started establishing central banks in Spain, in England, attempting to do it in, in Germany, in the Netherlands, France, England, all these countries. They started putting their central banks into place, and it, it takes a long time to get the ruling class of that country to really give it all to you. You know, you got, you got to create a lot of wars and a lot of emergencies, a la COVID-19, to get everybody to, to just hand it over to you. Well, you, you know best. I'm just not big-brained enough to figure out what's going on, and you seem to have all the answers, and then just give it over. After Spain, 1640, they, they, around that year, they uh, started losing their reserve currency status uh, to the Netherlands. The Netherlands was the, the world reserve currency for about 80 years, from uh, 1640 to about 1720. You're starting to hear a pattern here, 80 years, 110 years, 80 years. You're starting to hear a little bit of a kind of a cycle. It seems like something, uh, why can't we hold on to that status for more than, than 80 to 110 years? France in 1720 became the world reserve currency. You know, Napoleon, you remember that guy? Uh, trying to, you know, he tried to hold on to that status. Uh, for 95 years, France was the world reserve currency from 1720 to 1815. 1815 is when, you know, that's when uh, Napoleon was, was shown the door permanently, you know. So that's, you know, uh, it, Napoleon's an interesting dude. He's, he's a little bit like Hitler where uh, really didn't like the bankers, really was trying hard to, to uh, gain and keep control of France and keep it out of the hands of the bankers. And the bankers did not want uh, Napoleon existing because he was he was a real problem for them. After 1815, and that's and the War of 1812 ended in 1815. That's when Andrew Jackson, uh, you know, earned earned his uh, uh, hero status. Uh, you know, Andrew Jackson actually his his uh, patched together army in New Orleans actually defeated most of the uh, prized and, and uh, well decorated military of France, or excuse me, of England that had beaten Napoleon in the Battle of Waterloo. Andrew Jackson with a bunch of farmers, a little bit of infantry, pirates, 
Indians. Uh, he, he, you know, he defeated uh, one of the, the proudest armies on earth in New Orleans. It's, it's, it's why that battle was such a big deal. But France lost that currency status in 1815, about that that year. And then England became the world reserve currency king of the world from 1815 to about 1920. And, and like I said, all of these years are, you know, the leaving of, of, a, of an empire from having that status to, to giving it to another country, you know, that, that, that takes a little bit of time. Uh, and in about 1920, that's when the United States, and I would say really fully, fully grasped this in, in the, uh, the 1940s, the world reserve currency status. Uh, when, when the uh, central bankers, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the J.P. Morgans and the such, uh, had their Jekyll Island meeting in, in 1910, they were figuring out how they were going to trick the American government into giving them their central bank. And once that was established in 1913, they knew from the, the days of Andrew Jackson and the early part of our constitutional start that uh, they didn't have a lot of time uh, before they were going to they were going to lose that ability. So they they didn't you know they made sure that there was no 20 year charter, and they worked very hard to crash and boom and crash the American economic system. So in 1913 they started booming this, the the cycle, and in 1920 there was a crash. And then from 1920 to about 1929, a massive boom cycle, kind of like the, the boom cycle we just have been going through as far as uh, our fake uh, capitalist system, where uh, uh, after the, uh, the the housing bubble in the 2008, 9, and 10, uh, we, we just slowly, uh, everybody kind of feels like everything is doing just fine economically. We had that little the little crash in 2020 because of COVID-19, but essentially, this, well, the stock market's great. The stock market's great. Well, it's not great. Every one of these countries held this reserve currency for about 100 years, 95 years, 80 years, 110 years, whatever. America's going to be 1920 to about uh, 2030. We are going to lose this status because the Ponzi scheme, that is the Federal Reserve System, and their, and their, their rigged monetary system is, is, is needing a change. It is, it is dying like all fiat currency systems do, and they're going to try to play the same old trick. There's going to be emergencies. There's going to be lowered standard of living. I don't know about you guys, but since 9-11, that's 2001, to today, 2022, all I've seen is a massive drop in the standard of living. I feel less free today than I've ever felt in my entire life. You know, I was, uh, I, I was an adult but a young guy in 2001, and since that day, since 9-11, it just seems like we're always looking over our shoulder for what's the next bad thing that's going to happen and what – you know what? What is uh, what is the government or these these corporations, the banks? What are they going to force us to do next? You know, I, it, before two thousand one, you went to the airport and you kissed your loved ones goodbye and hugged them, and everybody was free to walk around that place, and you just got in line. And, you know, or, or, or I remember the seating areas at the airport where you kind of sat outside, kind of where the terminal where your plane was going to park. I mean, it was it was great. No masks, no vaccines, and especially there was no. Uh, X-ray machines and, and and guys with wands and people grabbing your body, that's all showed up after 9/11 and it's never gone away. The masks and and the vaccines. When you're worried about I don't want to get vaccinated or I do want to get vaccinated, I don't want to wear a mask. I want to wear a mask. You stop looking at how many freedoms you're losing because you're, you're fighting a fight that really, in the bankers' minds, doesn't matter at all. They just got you confused. If you feel confused the last couple of years. That's because things are going to get really confusing. It's about controlling of society and the resources. So what's going to happen? Well, Joe and I have speculated the last week or so about, well, is this going to be a world reserve currency shifting to China? 
I actually think uh, it may be some combination, or they may just take it to, and give it to China. Ch China is being groomed. Uh, China did not uh, just on their own do all of this. Uh, Richard Nixon was the first president to step foot in China. You know, he took us off the gold standard in 1971. There's, there's a reason that Nixon wanted to go to China. He wanted to say, hey, China, we helped you out with this World War II thing. You know, the Japanese were, you know, they were, you know, we, we took them out for you, man. You know, we're, we should really, we should be friends. We, we got this way of, of turning your third world country into a, a, a economic power. And if we, if we work together, we'll, uh, we'll, China will reap the benefits of being the most powerful country on earth. And China loves that. This is a communist country and they, they want, uh, they want to be the most powerful country on earth. But they're not going to ever be the most powerful country on earth. America really hasn't been the most powerful country on earth, I think, through most of the 1900s. It's been the bankers that have made these decisions. They created World War I. They created World War II. They, they were the ones that, uh, hey, let's just bomb and destroy every industrialized nation on earth during World War II. And the only thing that will be left standing is a piece of England, a little piece of Russia, and America, unscathed and unattacked, an economic powerhouse controlled by a central bank. It was it was it was planned and carried out. So now, this phase of this of this new Ponzi scheme, Federal Reserve, fiat currency system is coming to an end. And in China, let me let me give you a few a few things that are going on right now that really make it look like China is going to be the next reserve currency of the world. It could, in theory, it could just, we you know with the technology, it could go to a central bank controlled economy. But I. The reason I don't think that they're going to do, hey, the, the Central Bank of China, the Central Bank of Europe, the Central Bank of Japan, the Federal Reserve, we're going to run the economic system of the world. I, the reason I don't think they're going to do that is because when things go badly wrong, instead of pointing at the governing party of your country, you're going to you're going to go point directly at the bankers. And I think there's enough, there's just enough fingers being pointed at the bankers right now that the bankers are probably a little uncomfortable. So I think it's China. So let's. Let's take a look at China, who, who gained their power through the, the central bankers' will. They, the central bankers made China this economic powerhouse. They have a communist uh, government that is, is really the, the wet dream of, of, of central bankers, which is at any time we can change the rules if the, uh, the, the leadership of China just decides to do it. In America, there's still some checks and balances, and it's a little harder just, just to I – mean, Essentially, they get what they want. The Bidens, the Trumps, the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons. They, they, they get what they want. They, you know, they push through whatever the bankers want, but it's, it's a little harder than what, what China can do. Here's a few facts. Uh, China. China now owns 50% of all the grain on earth. That is a wealth. You know, this is a resource. This is not fiat currency. That, that is a wealth. Un just unequivocally balanced in the favor of China. China has a large population. I don't know, what is it, 20%, 15 20% of the entire population resides in China. So, really, I mean, it, it, if all things being fair, I guess uh, you know, 20% of all the foodstuffs uh, of the world should be there, you know, to take care of the population. They, they currently hold 50% of all the grains. So the, the maize, the 69% of that. They own 60% of all rice on the planet. They own 50% of all wheat on the planet. They own 37% of all the soybeans. If you're going to have a failing economic system worldwide, which is getting ready to happen, you're going to, you're going to move it somewhere else. You're going to, you know, there's going to be a plan in place. If it's going to China, 
that's a huge, huge indication that it's going there. What are some other uh, some other signs? Well, China is the largest exporter in the entire planet. Their industry has been built up since the 70s and been given a bunch of American companies and a bunch of companies from all over the world have just gone to China with that cheap, cheap third world labor that they had in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and so on. You know, Mao was considered a hero by the people of China because the economy and the standard of living in China has gone nothing but up in the, in the decades in the past. And that sure sounds a lot like America and the standard of living that we had in the 1800s going into the early 1900s as, as America gained its world reserve currency status. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about China and, 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 and world reserve currency status and what that means for the rest of the world because it's, uh, this, it's really the same old song. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour here on 1360 KHC and also on uh, 1010 KXXT in uh, Arizona. Uh, the show is being done here in Colorado only today. I, I, uh, I am the co-host. I'm the, uh, the Ed McMahon to the Johnny Carson. Uh, Johnny Carson's taking a couple of days off, so you got, you got me today. And I'm talking about the World Reserve Currency status, uh, how, how key that is to, to a central banking scheme and how they continue to rule over us since the 1600s. It just never stops. Uh, there are ebbs and flows to that power. The thing that we haven't seen in, in this uh, time frame is the uh, fall of the Roman Empire such as such. You know, when the Roman Empire fell, uh, the bankers, uh, so-called, of, of Rome lost all their power. That, that, that was a complete end of society, and we went into the Dark Ages. I think the world's headed for a type of Dark Ages, but I don't think it'll be 700 years this time. I think it'll be 50 to 100 years when this thing really fails. Because they're going to have to really, you know, the, the bankers are going to try to make this a seamless, less painful switch, I think, to China. But it's not going to be painless. And I think uh, bankers are, uh, you know, they got a good hold of the situation, but uh, they, they're not infallible. They're not, they, they make mistakes. And when they make mistakes, it's people like us that have to deal with it. So let's talk about China. Uh, the UN, last, late last year, I mean, get this. We are headed for the worst food crisis in 50 years in 2022. That's the UN. I just talked about how uh, half of all the grain in the world is <clears throat> residing under the control of, or, or actually in China. Well, in a in a food crisis, it sure is nice to have half all the grain sitting in your country, isn't it? Sure seems like they're they're, they're well ready for what's getting ready to happen. Um, China, China is is is. Is interesting because they are the the biggest exporter in the world, and over the last 13 months they've had double digit increases to their exporting. Last month uh, they, they they blew up even bigger than what they were expecting. They were 27 percent higher year over year on their exporting. The number that's really interesting to me is this though. You know their their economy uh, grew at I don't know what it was four or five percent whatever it was, and they're they're doing really great. It's their importing. Their importing increased 20.6% last month. They are bringing in a tremendous amount of resources into that country. If you're going to be the world reserve currency king of the planet, you need to have a wealth of resources that nobody else can compete against. The Empire of England being the world reserve currency from 1815 to 1920, they, they never gone away. But let's face it, America became that big country that uh, everybody uh, looked to as, as the leader of the world. But England was always, you know, the, the little brother. So, well, we lost our currency status, but we're with you, America. 
I think you'll see something kind of close to that if China becomes the world reserve currency uh, holder, because I think America will support China. You know, in the media, you'll have all the back and forth and all the stories, and China's ripping us off, and China's evil, and you, you have all that nonsense and the lies in the media. But their central bank works with ours. Our central bank works with the Bank of, of England and the, and the European Central Bank. All these central banks, the Bank of Japan, they all work together. They all have this airtight control over the economy and the, and the, and the currencies of the world. So it is interesting. I'll, I'm going to go into other things that have been happening that, that show you that they're, they're preparing for whatever is getting ready to happen. Okay, you know America is failing because there's, there's three signs of, of a failing uh, uh, dominant country. Uh, one, they monetize the debt. That's the first thing. Well, America's been monetizing the debt. Uh, the Ponzi scheme has gotten weaker and weaker. The, the Federal Reserve, it was thought this was crazy. Back in 2008, they, they took their balance of $900 billion and they, and they suddenly within just a year or two's time, they, they had a $2 trillion bud, uh, balance on their sheet. That was considered crazy. Look, I mean, that's how many, you know, this is a Ponzi scheme. You have to have a lot of dollars to keep it going. Well, that was nothing. By the time 2014 came around, that, that balance was $4.4 trillion. They're increasing the amount they're holding because why? Well, nobody wants those dollars. The Fed will hold it. The Fed will hold all of it. They'll just keep printing it out. they just got to try to stretch this thing as far as they can. In 2022, or excuse me, in, in 2020, the balance sheet was, you know, during the, the first year of coronavirus, it was $7 trillion, their balance sheet. And now, just over a year later, you know, the early part of 2022, they're almost at $9 trillion on their balance sheet. People don't want Federal Reserve notes across the world. They're selling. They're getting rid of it. This system we're in is falling apart. Number two, when you see a failing economy or a failing superpower, is internal conflict. I don't know about you, but before 2001, there was always a back and forth and left and right. But after 2001, man, does it seem like people are at each other's throats about everything. And the media does a great job of selling that fear to the public. The third thing uh, <clears throat> is a rising power. If there's a rising power, that is uh, another key indication that a world power is, is, is declining. Well, there it is. It's China. It's painfully obvious. So with imports and exports on the increase, owning half the grain on the planet, uh, you know, they have a growing economy. Even in, you know, They're getting ready for a, a little bit of a, a hiccup in their economy. Their, their, housing, uh, their housing industry, which is massive, is, getting, is, is, is going through a crash right now, and it's, it's going to be massive. But, but China doesn't care. They don't have to help their people out. Their, their people aren't as, aren't as strong-willed as Americans. Americans are still have a little bit of that, that uh, what-about-me attitude. China is always about what about the country they're they're very uh, nationalized so china will will get this status so let's let's look at this chart one more time portugal 80 years from 1450 to 1530 spain 1530 to 1640 netherlands 1640 to 1720 france 1720 to 1815 england 1815 to 1920 america 1920 to 2030 it's getting ready to happen guys it's getting ready to happen uh, uh, gold and silver is a great place to be to protect yourself from this uh, when these things happen. Uh, I'm going to throw the number out there, 800 I don't have an item lined up for you guys today, but I, I will be working on that for, I think, maybe in the Colorado show we may have something uh, lined up. But keep on listening because I, I really want to put something for you guys uh, tomorrow and Friday. But 
I got, uh, uh, as looking at this story, uh, kind of just fits right in with what's getting ready to happen. On December 9th, there was a, a multi-day simulation going on in Israel. Pretty interesting. What were they simulating? There was 10 countries involved in this. The, uh, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, the Fed, they were all involved. What were they working? What, what was, their, what was their, uh, their simulation? A cyber attack on the world finance system. You heard it. Ten countries in the country of Israel, and if you know Israel, and you know that's a Rothschild bought and paid for country. The Rothschilds, yeah, they, they created that country, and, and, and that's, a, that's a whole other uh, episode to talk about that, which Brian and I will probably do again here in the, in the next few months. But you know, Israel had a ten-country meeting to have a simulation for an attack, a cyber attack on the world finance system. We're going to go over what they're, what, what are they, what are they war gaming? Is, it, is this the next emergency we're going to hit? Blame it on the cyber attackers. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Patriot Trade News Hour. I'm your uh, solo host, Jason Walker. Uh, the number to call for Patriot Trading Group: gold, silver, platinum, and any uh, any of the metals out there. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's stuff like what I'm talking about today is why you need to have your savings. You need to have your nest egg protected, not in a bank, uh, not in cash. You need to have it in some precious metals. And, and there's probably no better time in the recent decades than right now, I would say, to hold on to a lot of this. Uh, it, the fact that it's uh, the price has sagged in 2021, that's when you're supposed to be buying. If people have this tendency to, to run away from, from assets when they're not performing well. Well, this is a rigged system, and gold and silver can only be held back for so long. And uh, it, you know, when, when when emergencies happen, you'll see a massive sell-off of, of of cryptocurrencies and stocks and other things. And you're going to see a, a run to safety. You don't want to run to safety. You want to prepare for safety when everything is nice and calm, and there's not an emergency uh, of, of grand of grand quantities. So. As I was getting ready for the break, I was talking about is in Israel. There's a ten-country simulation going on. They're preparing for a world finance cyber attack. This is how they get you. This is how coronavirus uh, narratives that are, are fake and phony. Uh, you know, this is how 9/11, when uh, the system blows itself up, and they blame you know, they, oh, it's it's going to be a war on terror. Let's go get them. Well, they, they blew up the buildings, you know. And 9-11 was an inside job. These are the things you create. You, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a simple old uh, scenario. You, uh, you create the problem, then you have a reaction, and then the, the, those that created the problem come up with the solution. The solution is always government. I don't know about you, but uh, Brian and I had a show on faking the truth yesterday, and I read over all of the government agencies it went on for the, an entire segment of all of the alphabet agencies and some of the legislation passed, certain amendments and things of that nature that have led to us being more enslaved in this country than ever before. We are not the free country of the 17 and 1800s. We are a, a very much less free country. We're, we're still more free than a lot of countries, but not as free as we should be. So what are they planning over there? <clears throat> Even Jerome Powell and Klaus Schwab, you know, big important men, Saying that uh, this is a massive problem, you know they've actually said that that uh, the cyber attackers are ten steps ahead of us. I mean, give me a break. Jerome Powell's, you know, the, the Federal Reservists, the central bankers, 
they are always game planning everything. They know what's going on. I just read hundreds of years of history of the central banks moving their reserve, the world reserve currency to country to country to country. You know, the world reserve currency didn't go to Spain or the Netherlands or France without the bankers agreeing that that's what should happen. They approved of that situation, like they're approving of moving it to China. So, I think there's this is a, this is a ten day uh, simulation they held in Israel. Uh, some of the things that they were doing, well, they're, they're uh, uh, data being stolen on and, and, and being distributed on the dark web. Uh, fake news will be spread uh, that that uh, across the world, which will may make a run on the banks. Uh, bank liquidity, you know, the banks are going to want liquidity to stop counterparty risks, you know, because uh, in this situation the the banks will go broke. There will be these these terms like bank holiday and uh, debt repayment grace periods and swap and repo agreements. Uh, there's going to be things that are uh, that are uh, delinking currencies from each other. These are the emergencies that the the evil cyber attackers are going to cause, and it's going to be a global emergency. And they're going to have someone to point the finger at. They, oh, we got to go find them. You know, there'll probably be an Osama bin Laden of, of hackers out there. It'll, it'll be just like some bad movie. Hey, we got to go find him. He's in uh, some weird, long-named country you never heard of. And we're going to go find him. You know, we're going to we're going to get these guys. And you know, man, they're ten steps ahead of us. And we can't stop all the damage they've done because we weren't prepared for this. Just just like the uh, in 9/11, the uh, the president Bush and Dick Cheney and all these guys going on on TV is like, well, we never. We never would have thought that using a plane as a weapon to blow, blow up a building, we, we, who would have thought that up? Who, who would have known that? Well, they knew that. On 9-11, they were wargaming planes flying into buildings, the World Trade Center being two of the buildings. I mean, you can't, you know, how do you make this up? It's, it, it actually happened. Uh, in the 1970s, someone tried to hijack a plane, I think in New York or Boston or something. Uh, the hijacker wanted uh, the pilot to uh, take the plane into the air and, and crash it into the White House trying to kill Richard Nixon. You don't think the government can remember that somebody tried to hijack a plane and, and wanted the pilot to fly it into the White House? You know? I mean, they war game this, and this is what this is. On, on December 9th, 2021, 10 countries and all the big banks war gamed a, a massive cyber attack coming to a, a bank and country near you and there will be a massive, you know, sure, sure smells a lot like, oh, uh, a war on the cyber attackers. And after it's all over, China's going to be the hero that saves the world. Why, does it, why do I get the feeling that's where we're going? I mean, China is building up this massive navy. And people are like, well, they're becoming the, they're becoming the, uh, the military power of the world. Well, that, that's just not true. Why, why does China want this massive navy? Well, because... If, if, if somebody was invading your home, even with automatic rifles, you know, you hiding in your house with, with a firearm are going to be able to protect yourself, uh, even with one firearm. So what China is doing is they're building a massive navy because they want to float those boats all around the China Sea and, and, and into, uh, into the Pacific and, and all over the place. And they want to, they want to uh, conquer little areas of the ocean so that they can fish those areas. Why is Australia allowing China to, to come into their waters and, and, and here comes all the fishermen? You know, Australia's in deep trouble. Look how, look how they've been looked at uh, on the, in the media as being the, the non-vaxxed country. And we, boy, we, need to, we need to punish them because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. But meanwhile, China, China's navy spreading across the oceans and they're sucking up 
fishing areas. Sure sounds like China is the, uh, the next world reserve currency empire of the planet. One more segment, guys. We'll be right back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. Final segment. This is the Pat- uh, Patriot Trading News Hour. The phone number to call and buy gold and silver is 800-951-0592. To, to finish up with uh, you know, China becoming the world reserve currency and, and, and the plans of the future of this, this next economic crash, the, the stock market should it's crashing right now in front of us, but it doesn't look like it. Why? Because whatever the powers that be want, they'll get. If they don't want a market crash, there will not be a market crash. We live in a world where Kathy Woods, I talked about her early in the show. I'm not a stock person. There's a whole bunch of these stock guys out there, and I, I don't really care because I'm not big into the rigged system. But Kathy Woods, all of her stocks are crashing but two. I don't think that woman is that stupid. I think she's going off the assumption that she's in a free market and that certain metrics should prove out that she's going to make money picking certain companies that should be on the on the rise. Well, when the market's crashing because economic indicators show us truly that things are bad, she's she's now called for a market crash coming. Where she said it was going to just go keep on going up for years. Now she's saying there's going to be a crash. The country of Turkey has 21.3% inflation right now. And they're taking measures like the Federal Reserve. They're not. They're, they're lowering interest rates. They're not pushing them up. Uh, in the same metrics where we're uh, <clears throat> we're being told we have seven percent interest uh, inflation, excuse me, Turkey has twenty one, and Turkey is is in their banks. Their their leaders are essentially doing the same things we're doing. The inflation in this country is going to get so bad this year. And uh, inflation is a key factor, especially in a, 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 a economic change that's getting ready to come. I don't think inflation is going to stop for a while. So, uh, once again, call the number 800-951-0592. When, when Apple and Microsoft own 12% of the stock market, they sure can sponge up a whole lot of market stress as, as markets do this little melt-up it's doing. And when... The powers that be want this change to happen. They have to have an emergency, and they will let Apple and Microsoft take a, uh, I don't know, 10%, 30%, 50% dip in their stock prices, <clears throat> and then you will see chaos, and you will see the entire world running to gold and silver. And I'll say, well, it was uh, January 5th. I did a show. I told you. I told you it was coming. You could have bought gold in the $2,000 range. Now it's in the $20,000 range at the end of this decade. 